Welcome to this week's episode of the Integra Podcast, where we discuss everything from wisdom to wellness to woo. So, without further ado, let's get to it. Welcome to the Integra Podcast, where we talk about all things wisdom, wellness, and woo. Today, I'm here with Bridget Factor. Bridget is board certified in holistic nutrition and is an expert on the gut brain connection. She loves supporting clients with their digestion, metabolism, and mental health. Since 2012, she has helped hundreds of clients improve their health with nutritional therapy. Bridget has advanced training in functional nutrition and holds certificates as a functional nutritional therapy practitioner, restorative wellness specialist, Epidemic Answers Health Coach, Heart Math Facilitator, and Registered Yoga Teacher. In 2001, she earned an MS, or a Master of Science in Chemistry, after earning a dual Bachelor of Science in Chemistry and Biology. She enjoys teaching and has worked as an adjunct bioclinical science instructor at the college level for 20 years. After a near-fatal car accident, her career as a chemical researcher or chemistry researcher and teacher took a detour. The trauma of the accident caused her to reassess her priorities and focus on healing. She learned through that process that the body has an innate ability to heal when given the proper nourishment. The personal transformation she experienced sparked a fire in her to create a holistic health ministry. With nearly a decade of experience in holistic nutrition and functional health, her mission is to educate others about the healing power of food and real love. She is also the creator of The Authentic Table, a private online community where she shares her expertise on holistic nutrition and functional health. As co-founder and program director of the Missouri Nutrition Alliance, Bridget is dedicated to advancing holistic nutrition and providing community outreach across the state of Missouri. As a holistic nutrition professional, she helps clients navigate health challenges with nutritional therapy and mind-body techniques. A nutrient-dense whole foods diet is foundational to a healthy body, but it's not the complete solution to optimal optimal health. She loves to uncover the root causes and hidden stressors that lead to dysfunction, then provides guidance on how to apply the appropriate solutions so you can feel your best. Wow, what a beautiful bio. Welcome, Bridget. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I'm so excited to be here with you too. Um, In your bio, we touched a bit on kind of what brought you to where you are now, but I know you've had that as well, some other health challenges. So can you kind of give us a a really nice overview of um, what brought you to not only um, becoming a yoga instructor and heart math, but also a functional nutritional therapy practitioner and holistic health professional? Well, thank you. Yes, yes. Well, health is a journey and this has definitely been a journey and I'm still on the journey, you know, um, but my, my background is in the sciences, as you mentioned. So I'm a huge science nerd and, um, was working on my PhD at one point and just the stress of being in graduate school, the strain on my marriage, uh, really was wearing me down because I was community, community, 
uh, back and forth. I, you know, I was oh, going yeah. to graduate school about two hours away. Um, and so having to commute back and forth, that put a lot of extra stress on me as well. Mm -hmm. And, um, went to the doctor one day, you know, explained that I was under all this stress and having these symptoms. And he's like, here, go take this, um, medication. I was like, okay. And so, um, went to get the, to the pharmacy to get it filled. And then I realized that he had given me Prozac and I was like, I don't want to take Prozac, uh -huh. but at the same time, I was feeling a lot of pressure to do something because mm -hmm. I knew I was under a lot of stress. I was depressed and not doing well. Mm -hmm. Um, and that sort of led me downhill. It actually made things worse for me because it made me numb to everything. And then, mm. um, on one of my morning commutes, I fell asleep at the wheel and, oh. uh, rolled my car and, uh, split my head open, ended up in the emergency room. And so that was sort of my like wake up moment that, mm -hmm. um, I really need to focus on what was important, which was mm -hmm. my health and my marriage and what is good for me, not necessarily me chasing a dream or trying to be the best researcher or grad student out there. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that started me on, um, a journey really digging into not only my health, but my spirituality as well, because so mm -hmm. much of my identity was tied up in my accomplishments. Yes. And, um, I really had to, uh, go deep and understand who I was outside of those, because that's not who I am. What, you know, my accomplishments are not who I am. I'm, I'm a child of God with great value mm -hmm. and, and loved unconditionally. And I really had to rebuild that identity, um, through that process. And as I did that, um, started a family, mm -hmm. um, with my first child, I was diagnosed with gestational diabetes mm -hmm. and, um, that was my wake up call of how important food is yes. <laughs> because at that moment I realized that what I was putting into my mouth was putting, not only putting my health at harm, but my child's health at harm. Mm -hmm. And I was going to do whatever it take took to do the best for my child. So mm -hmm. taking my research brain and started researching everything I could about how do I eat healthy? What do I need to do to get things under control? And, um, I really discovered that, you know, the conventional approach to managing diabetes was not helping. Mm -hmm. Um, and learning that lowering my carbohydrate intake, eating real food, not being afraid of the fat, learning these things that were just the opposite of what we're told. Right. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, and I was like, what, you know, why is this what we're being told or what we're being guided on when it doesn't mm -hmm. work and it doesn't help and it goes against our physiology. And so that really sparked a passion in me to want to study it even further. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and help people. Because if I didn't know how to take care of myself at the level that I was at, right. then there's a lot of people that need this information. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's really what sparked me on my journey. Um, started out with the nutritional therapy association, mm -hmm. like, um, similar to you and, mm -hmm. Um, loved their philosophy, loved their ancestral approach to eating. And that was very bio individual. So you could find yes. what works for you and just started building that education from there. You know, I'm, mm -hmm. I, I'm the eternal student. I love learning, but I also love teaching. Yeah. <laughs> so 
yeah. So that's, that's a lot of how my journey got started. Oh, that's wonderful. And then you incorporated um, yoga into that also. Did you teach classes for a while too? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that was a part of my journey. Um, doing CrossFit was a part of my journey. So oh, okay. it was interesting. Um, I loved the CrossFit at the time. It really helped me get strong and mm-hmm. physically fit, but I also needed a balance to that. And I found mm-hmm. that yoga was that balance mm-hmm. and started doing that was really inspired by a couple of my friends who were yoga teachers. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Raina Jones and Brooke Mark were, um, just people that really inspired me with their teaching. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to, I want to learn to do this too. Um, and cause that's how I am. I, I get inspired by something. I want to learn it too. So, yes. oh, <laughs> um, so I did that for a few years, taught yoga for a few years and that, and just, um, loved that part of it. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, that's wonderful. And then, so you do do mind body techniques. Um, you use, um, heart math for that. Yeah. So I use a lot of different tools that I've gathered, mm-hmm. uh, you know, through my yoga journey, through my own journey, through, mm-hmm. you know, working a lot with counselors and those kind of things. Um, mm-hmm. but the heart math, I really enjoy because it's simple. Um, it's, you know, learning to tap into that heart energy, um, mm-hmm. to balance your nervous system. Um, it's, it's for people that don't know what heart math is, it's, um, a breathing technique used to help regulate your heart rate variability and mm. heart rate variability is that the difference between your beat to beat, it's not your heart rate, which is the number of beats, but it's that space between each heartbeat. Mm. And there's a lot of science by, behind it. Heart Math Institute is a great place to go, but I really like using that tool because it's so simple, but then you can also see as you're monitoring that heart rate variability, the changes to know when you're in coherence, which means when things are balanced, mm-hmm. um, to know, uh, compared to when you're not, when you're agitated or out of balance or out of coherence as they call it. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. And yes, thank you for explaining that because I didn't, I've heard so many wonderful things about heart math, but I didn't know exactly what, um, and how it worked. And I love that you gave the, uh, both, layman's way, but also the um, scientific uh, data behind it. Because I think we all learn differently and we all resonate with information in different ways. Some people need it, the science um, backing. Some people just need you to go, it's going to make you feel a lot more relaxed and in balance, you know? So I think Mm -hmm. that's, that's so important. And I love that. I mean, I've worked with you as a client and I really do love your approach um, to working with um, your clients. So you work with clients Mm -hmm. one-on-one and, and what way do you do that? How do you work with your clients? So, um, I always start off just getting to know them, um, to see what their needs are, what, Mm -hmm. what they're ready to take on. Mm -hmm. Um, and I have different options for people. They can, you can just focus on diet if that's what you want to do. 
um, focus on making those changes and figuring out how to incorporate it into your life. Mm -hmm. Um, or I can also do some of the deeper work with functional lab testing where we can dive in to see what's going on inside the gut. Mm -hmm. Um, that's a lot of where I start with people because digestion and gut health is foundational. Once you have the diet piece in place. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, then I also find a lot of people need that, um, support in terms of managing their stress, because if they can't get that under control, then no amount of diet and supplements is going to help. Right. Um, and so that's where I bring in these other pieces of Mm -hmm. the heart math or some of these other techniques, um, and, and journaling and, and types of exploration and asking questions and spiritual support for people, Mm -hmm. um, to help them with that piece of it too. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Because people don't understand how much stress affects us, and you know, um, you know, and it, and it, you know, it's kind of like the chicken who came first, the chicken or the egg. Well, did the stress come first, or did the poor diet come first, and the gut health, so that you get in the stress response? You know, it's just. Mm-hmm. Um, um, being able to approach both pieces at the same time can be so effective. Yeah. And even from my own journey, I, Mm -hmm. you know, I've done the diet thing for so long. I have that pretty nailed down. I noticed that when I start to have digestive issues come up or other things come up, it's because I've been under a lot of stress. Mm -hmm. You know, I had something else happen, um, that just shifted my body out of balance or out of homeostasis. And it was enough to affect my digestive system, Mm -hmm. you know, and so everybody deals with it. It's not just, it's, you know, uh, even, even nutritionists still, Mm -hmm. (laughs) still struggle with those things. So, but having those tools to help, um, is important. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I, you know, I think, um, it's finally being recognized that we, you know, a lot of us are very energetically sensitive Mm -hmm. and, um, and it's not a weakness. It's a strength. It's, it's just a different way of being in the world. Um, and so I think honoring that peace and honoring uh, ourselves and, um, how stress affects us is so important. Yeah. Yeah. in having that awareness, a lot of people aren't aware. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, cause they're just so used to dealing with everything that's happening to, you know, in a day-to-day basis that they're mm-hmm. not aware of what kind of impact it has. Cause they'll mm-hmm. say, I don't feel stressed. I'm fine. But not realizing that any kind, anything that throws you off your routine, mm-hmm. um, your body's going to be aware of mm-hmm. whether you're aware of it or not. <laughs> Right. Right. Yeah. And stress, I think it, I think it's just it, we, like you said, you became kind of numb to things. I think Mm -hmm. we become numb to different things and we take it for granted. We take for for granted. Oh yeah. We're I'm in, I'm stressed, but yeah, that's just part of who it is. Oh, I have a bloated belly. That's just who I am. And it it Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be that way. No, no, it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it. So you are, um, you have a group starting on January 11th, correct? Yeah. So I am launching a program called finally free. And I love this program through my evolution of, of my nutrition services. I really, 
understand the importance of getting the diet piece right. But I've also learned that it's not just about following rules Mm -hmm. and and doing the things you're supposed to do, or you should be doing Mm -hmm. because that, that kind of mindset can really get in the way of people making progress. They'll, they'll do something for a while and they'll get some results and then they'll fall off the wagon as the term that they like that you hear people use. And then Mm -hmm. they'll gain the weight back or they'll get back to where they were, where they're not feeling so good. So finally free is a different approach. It's a, it's a mindset approach about letting go of the food rules and learning to tap into your own intuition Mm -hmm. on what your body's supposed to be eating Mm -hmm. so that you don't have to rely on willpower. You don't have to rely on somebody else telling you what to do. You can learn for yourself how to take care of yourself basically. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, I love that. And, um, and really, you know, intuitive eating isn't about going, I intuitively wanted to eat uh, a piece of wheat toast, (laughs) but you know that you shouldn't eat the gluten, you know, you really eat the gluten-free toast. It's more about really, and I'm assuming, and you can, it's really about that mind body connection and really going, okay, what I'm putting in my mouth, I just ate, um, I just drank some half and half in my coffee and I know, um, you feel the inflammation, you know, or yeah. you get, or you get this weird, um, anxiety and you're like, where did that come from? It's, it sounds like that finally free is helping you make those connections. Yes, right? absolutely. That is absolutely true. And, and, and speaking, um, to, the, the gluten and the dairy piece, you know, you hear a lot of people say you shouldn't eat gluten, you shouldn't eat dairy. Mm -hmm. Um, but it really is individual. Mm -hmm. Um, and with that being said, um, you know, you're going to know, um, how food is affecting you, but first you have to do the clearing out. You have to be clearing out all of the inflammation and the, and the other things that are going to get in the way from you being able to sense that. So Mm -hmm. the finally free program does start out with a no sugar challenge to help you do that clearing out to help you. I, I say it's like, um, putting training wheels on and Mm -hmm. you're just learning how to get started and Mm -hmm. you need to know what these boundaries are. It's also helping you push the reset button on your body so that when we take the training wheels off, you can hear better what your body's trying to say. Um, yeah. um, so, so we start out with that no sugar challenge for the, for the first 30 days. And then yeah. we, um, through that process are learning the, how to eat intuitively, how to listen to our body. We're also digging into the emotional piece. Like um, why do we eat emotionally? What are those things that we're trying to fulfill when we mm. reach for food and mm-hmm. what are those alternatives that we can reach for instead? And so that goes back to that mind, uh, that mindset piece as mm-hmm. well. But you have to be in a place of awareness yes. to sense that first. Mm-hmm. And, and so it, it's a step-by-step process to get there. And then when we take the training wheels off and we start to listen to our body, we can pay attention. Yes. You know, having a a piece of wheat bread may affect me. It may not, but if I eat bread every day of the week, I'm certainly going to notice it's affecting me or same with dairy. You know, I Mm -hmm. like to put a little bit of heavy cream in my coffee, but I know if I start to make that a habit where I'm doing it all the time, I can sense that that doesn't support me. I, Mm -hmm. you know, I have 
my own signals that pop up and be like, okay, this isn't the best for me. So it's, it's a big piece of it is letting go of the judgment about food and just learning to let it be. And from a place of curiosity, Mm -hmm. how is this affecting me? Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. And really it is coming. uh, Yeah. Instead of beating ourselves up, I love that you are approaching it and, um, and uh, allowing people to be in that place of curiosity. How's this going to make me feel, you know, Mm -hmm. and starting with a clean slate, you know, 30 day, no sugar challenge is wonderful because yeah, you can, you can kind of, you, you do, you get off that surface inflammation and, start your body starts feeling good and you start having that energy and vitality and then you can start experimenting and getting curious with uh what foods feel like for yeah, you yeah 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 you can start to um to learn how those foods impact you learn uh that it's okay to celebrate mm-hmm. you know that's okay to have chocolate cake on your birthday, if that's what you want to do, mm-hmm. um, you know, as long as you are okay with how it affects you, right. um, you know, I'm to the point I've been doing this thing for so long. I actually don't crave sweets like mm-hmm. I used to, you know, when I was dealing with my blood sugar issues, trying to figure out what to eat and how to control my blood sugars, it was everything I had not to want something sweet after dinner. Uh (laughs) it took me a long time to get past that and Mm -hmm. you know uh you know had having to eat I remember eating um the sugar-free uh whipped cream and berries as my thing that I had to have after uh after dinner but now I don't even want that you know like Uh so um it takes time to get Mm -hmm. to that point but um also being able to release judgment about it. So you don't feel bad because let's say you decide that you're going to indulge and then you feel bad about it. And then that just makes things worse. So, Uh yeah. 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 Sometimes I think the, uh, the, uh, feelings and emotions we put around eating that, you know, piece of chocolate cake, um, is harder on the body than actually the, um, ingestion of the chocolate cake. Yeah. Yeah. It can be for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That, yeah, that's wonderful. So it's the finally free workshops and Mm -hmm. it starts January 11th. So people, you still have time to sign up. Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, would love to have you join me. It's going to be a fun, uh, small group of, of people that are just really wanting to take some time to get curious and to release some of this judgment. Um, really, I like to think of it too, as taking back your authority about, about your own health, um, and tapping into that intuition. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's a, that's a great quote. I love that. Okay. So I always ask my guests, um, can you give, um, the listeners maybe your top three to five, um, tips for, and I know we're starting a new year and, but this can start anytime. You don't have to use these tips just right now. You can do this whenever it, um, fits for you, but do you have like the, yeah, maybe the, just the top three to five tips for, um, getting started on your health journey. 
Yeah, absolutely. I love this question. And I love this question this time of year, because I know so many people are thinking about those New Year's resolutions, mm-hmm. although this works, you can think about this any time of year, like you mentioned, right? Um, my, you know, my thought processes about all of this has changed over the years. And now, I think the most, the first thing is to be aware of, of what it is you want to change. Mm-hmm. And once you have that in mind, whether it's your diet or starting a new exercise routine or starting to meditate or whatever it is, whatever mm-hmm. that thing is that you're wanting to do to release any judgment about it, it's not, mm-hmm. not doing it because you sh- you're supposed to, or you should do, but just being curious. So stay in that place of curiosity. Um, why is it that I feel I want to do this? What mm-hmm. benefit is it going to bring me? Um, being curious about it helps to stave off that judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then start small. Don't, mm-hmm. don't try to overcommit, you know, or take on everything. I'm, I'm one of those people I'll lay out this elaborate plan and be <laughs> like, I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just not going to happen because it's too much, mm-hmm. you know? So start small, stay curious and then have fun have fun Mm -hmm. with it because you want it to be pleasurable to you. You don't want it to be a punishment to you. Mm -hmm. You want it to be something that's sustainable. Um, so that you, you're more inclined to keep up with it. Right. And so that's, that's my take on, on how to get started with whatever new thing you're wanting to do this year. Oh yeah. That's, you know, and it is so true. You know, this, these things don't have to be a burden they can Mm-mm. be fun, you know, and when you, you know, become aware and you stay curious um, and you start small and not trying to, you know, start a, a food meditation, hydration. <laughs> yeah. Don't exercise. try to do it all at once. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's yeah. Starting small is great. And then, yeah, having fun with it, you know, if it's just hydration, having a water challenge, you know, you right. know, challenging yourself and, you know, giving yourself a little treat at the end of the week, you know, you know, right. a walk outside or, you know, a, uh, you know, whatever you're, you know, you can always have little tiny, you know, uh, pleasure things, go buy yourself a bouquet of flowers, you know, whatever. Right. So yeah, having fun with it. And yeah, I love those. Those are great, uh, great, wonderful tips. Bridget, this has been wonderful getting to talk with you today. Um, Bridget can be uh, sought out at BridgetFactor.com and it is B-R-I-G-I-T-T-E Factor, F-A-C-T-O-R.com. And on your landing page, it shows the finally free workshop. It shows your... um, that you, you know, your authentic table, as well as the finally free workshops and your one-on-one consult. So yeah, that's wonderful. And you said that you're on social media also. Yeah. Um, I, what are those I have, handles? So I have an Instagram account. It's my name, Bridget Factor. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can reach me there. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's again, factor functional nutrition. So that's my business name. That's my local business. Oh, name. good. Yes, um, yes. So that's how you'll find me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then you also have a podcast and what is that one called? Yeah. So I have a podcast called hungry for truth. 
Mm-hmm. And so you can find me on any podcasting service, um, you know, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, all of all those places have, have it. So, um, and it, and it's also on my, uh, website, you can click the podcast link to get to my, uh, in my website to get to it as well. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so you have so many wonderful opportunities to learn and, um, experience Bridget's guidance. Again, thanks so much for being on the show today, Bridget. I really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. And this is all from the Integra podcast today, where we talk about all things, wisdom, wellness, and woo. Today's podcast is brought to you by Integra Holistic Wellness, home of the Integra Wellness Method. At Integra Holistic Wellness, we recognize that you are made up of four integral parts, body, mind, spirit, and soul purpose. When you work with an Integra Holistic Wellness mentor, you'll be guided how to integrate these four parts of your being through nutrition and movement, mindfulness and emotional release, connection to others and your higher self and your soul's true purpose. To find out more and connect with Heather, contact her at support at IntegraHolisticWellness.com. That's support at IntegraHolisticWellness.com. You can also catch her on Instagram and Facebook at Integra Holistic Wellness. That's I-N-T-E-G-R-A Holistic Wellness.